Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, episode 004. Somebody actually came up to her, introduced herself, and said, I want to start attending your church. I want to start getting involved in your group. Can I do that? And then through that, she was able to tell her story of faith, which was very hard, very difficult for people to do, especially in the United Methodist Church, but really in any church around the world, uh, to kind of share your story, uh, your faith, and tell them about Christ. So I was really proud of Amy. I was proud of our church for what we did, and that really kind of changed my life as I saw her kind of tra- being transformed by Christ to be a passionate disciple. Hi, this is Todd Alcow, lead pastor at the Calvary United Methodist Church in Brownsburg, author of 30 books, including the upcoming title, The Other Jesus. You are listening to the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, telling stories of Hoosier United Methodist Churches making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Welcome to the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes that a strong connection in the United Methodist Church is essential to achieving the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. The Hoosier United Methodist Podcast will help you and your church connect with key insights, hear inspiring stories, and learn from successful pastors and people making a difference in United Methodist Churches in Indiana. And now, here's Brad. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Dr. Brad Miller with the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit about preachers and preaching, and particularly young preachers and preaching for true life transformation. I'm one who believes that preaching involves exegeting the biblical text, preaching with passion, having a purpose for the message, and preaching for life transformation. That is having a call to action that connects the hearer to something greater than themselves. I believe that a lot of young people resonate with that. Young preachers, young teachers, young people want to be connected to a cause greater than themselves. Yet somehow or another in our United Methodist Church in Indiana, we've had a disconnect between the established church and younger people. This is evident in that the number of retirements that we have is well over double the number of new ordinances that we have coming into ministry. Those numbers don't add up. Those numbers do not bode well moving forward to the state of clergy, the, the number of clergy in, that are called in the ministry that we need in our churches. What do we do about that? How do we respond to that? One of the things that we can do is listen to our younger preachers, listen to our younger people who are feeling a call into ministry and what they are about. Part of that is preaching and teaching and church programs that have to do with life transformation. In today's conversation, I was privileged to speak with Connor Connor Garazzini, a student who's a sophomore at the University of Evansville and a member of the Newburgh United Methodist Church in suburban Evansville. Connor is on the staff at the church, working in an internship relationship, particularly with some of the classes that have to do with life transformation and moving people from an entry level into the church into being fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. In this conversation, he speaks a little bit about his call, about his internship, and particularly about a woman named Amy who had a life-transforming experience through the mission and ministry of the church. 
in this message of encouragement and discernment, he also speaks about his connection to the senior pastor and other pastors in the church who saw something in this young man to be called upon. So let's get into now our conversation with Connor Garazzini at the Festival of Young Preachers at the 2014 session of the Indiana Annual Conference. We're talking today with Connor Garazzini, who was one of the young preachers involved with the uh, with the workshop uh, that was held at the Annual Conference. We got to hear his preaching and some other great uh, young preachers. Uh, Connor is a sophomore at the University of Evansville, where he's uh, studying religion and economics. Uh, moreover, he is on the staff at uh, a member of and on the staff at the Newburgh uh, Methodist Church in suburban Evansville, and he's involved with an internship program there. And so we're glad that you're with us. Connor, tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, what got you passionate about Jesus Christ and served at his internship at Newburgh. Thanks, Brad. Well, I first got involved kind of through my pastor. My pastor kind of started me through some stuff. He added me to the staff parish relations committee, and uh, I really became passionate about what I was doing and what was going on through the church. Uh, Chris met me as a pastor, and uh, he really got me involved that way. Uh, what, how I got this internship is kind of through you know going into college, and I said I needed a job, and, and somebody offered it to me because uh, my call was to go into ministry in my senior year, and I mentioned that and talked that over with my pastor, and uh, he came up this, with this internship with me, and uh, from that, I kind of learned how I could be a better disciple, and along with being a better disciple, making disciples. Our mission statement at Newburgh United Methodist is growing passionate disciples, which is aligned with the United Methodist Church mission statement of making disciples for Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world, which uh, we take very seriously at Newburgh. Some of the things that we do at Newburgh uh, to kind of get involved with our uh, people that join us in worship is we have membership class baptism classes that are called starting point. It's a six-week session, and what we go through through there are through the membership vows, which are prayers, presence, gift, service, and witness. And we do this through each class, and we focus on each specific one. And through each specific one, we ask questions. We talk a little bit about you know how are you doing in your faith journey, how are you doing with these things, and we kind of go on from there uh, to you know make the decision of baptism of membership. And uh, then we talk about faith stories and, and where you are on your spiritual journey. And we get people plugged in the small group, worship community, uh, and serve the gifts they service with. So what, Connor, what you with the start point classes, what is your role with that? What purpose do you play in that uh, in the starting point? Yeah, uh, Pastor Tony Johnson and I developed this class with three or four other members of the church, uh, and we kind of developed this discipleship pathway that uh, through that we would kind of rotate teaching it. So this is uh, the, actually the third time we've done this class, and uh, I was in charge of facilitating it, and now I'm teaching it and kind of get it, finding a curriculum for it, and then uh, the evaluation of how the class is dealing with, how many baptisms do you have, how many professions of faith, uh, how many members are we gaining from this class, and really moving along with this discipleship and fitting into our vision and mission statement. So you're really involved with all aspects, including tracking and metrics and teaching and uh, recruitment of the whole uh, whole process and uh 
that's pretty pretty good deal. So it seems like you're very intentional about having a application spread, but a process of discipleship. Here's the question now: How is that working? Is it working for people to move in your church from the just say an entry point, if you start say a starting point, to just coming to visit your church? How is it working for people to have a pathway towards totally devoted commitment to Jesus Christ? Well, it's actually working pretty well. We've had 16 professions of faith. We've had about 10 new members. And this class, we actually have uh, five to six adult baptisms from people that are totally unchurched and decide to join us from worship. The only problem is that with the starting of the class, we haven't really been able to get people into our worship services as successfully unless you've taken the class to know that, you know, kind of, we take an evangelism class in our last session and show people kind of give them tools to get out into the community and evangelize. So one of the problems with this is we don't always bring people into worship to get into this class. But from what it has so far, it has been working. And, uh, and it's a success on a number of professions of faith and some baptisms, some adult uh, conversions. But you still got some work to do. It sounds like the evangelism piece to bring people into worship. So a work in, work in progress. Connor, right, tell us a little bit. Let's, let's go down a little bit further on this. You talked a little bit about the numbers and about the process here. So really what we're talking about here is transformation of lives. Discipleship follows Jesus Christ to transform lives or transform the world. Tell us about a person or a family or a situation. You don't have to give us names, but tell us about where you see it, saw evidence of life transformation taking place. Well, one of the things that I actually just shared uh, when I was preaching here at an annual conference is about a person named Amy. Uh, Amy came in as a, you know, she was a regular attender of church, wanted to become a member, wanted to take the next step in her spiritual journey. She decided to do the starting point class, and through that, she got the tools and the experience to be in a journey group. We call them journey groups at NUMC. A journey group is a small group of sorts where they pray together, they worship together, they read scripture together, and most importantly, during community, uh, uh, so many times a month. And uh, through this, Amy, uh, we made fill out a report a few months later to see how how the progression was going with her group, and uh, we found something very interesting with that. Uh, she, she wrote down that she started introducing herself to others, you know, in uh, the school district, and a family actually came up to her at one of the school meetings and said, you know, I want to join your group. I hear all these things that your group does around the community. They're serving in a Bless the Schools program, which is really cool that we've launched at Newburgh uh, to kind of get in the schools, pray over the kids, have Bible clubs different things like that, and uh, Amy found this kind of reaction that somebody actually came up to her, introduced herself, and said, I want to start attending your church. I want to start getting involved in your group. Can I do that? And then through that, she was able to tell her story of faith, which is very hard, very difficult for people to do, especially in the United Methodist Church, but really in any church around the world, uh, to kind of share your story, uh, your faith, and tell them about Christ. So I was really proud of Amy. I was proud of our church for what we did, and that really kind of changed my life as I saw her kind of tra- being transformed by Christ to be a passionate disciple. So cool. Seen evidence that way. And now the process is how do you take that story of anything and multiply that? Yeah. 
and getting Amy out to the community and people like Amy, uh, the community get that transformation going. Uh, in terms of the congregation of a whole, is there, a, is there an awareness and a buy-in and a feeling that this starting point process and people like Amy, is it, uh, is it accepted? Is it uh, becoming well-known in the congregation? How's it going in the congregation? In the congregation, it's been a split. At first, it was a big struggle, but we have a membership baptism Sunday. And through this membership baptism Sunday, we kind of explain our class a little bit. We bring the people that are becoming members up, and we you know, introduce them and do the liturgy of becoming members of the congregation along with baptism, you know, going through the baptismal vows and, and baptizing the people. And we actually, uh, last time, we actually had uh, somebody tell their story from the group and say how much of the class has changed their lives and how it's been transforming them to become passionate disciples. Uh, all our congregation is supposed to take this class. We encourage them to take this class because it's something new to kind of renovate their lives and kind of be a starting point. If you're attending worship every Sunday but you're really not doing anything else to further your spiritual life, we suggest you do that. Uh, so it's kind of been a little bit of a struggle, but more and more people from our church are taking this class with all our members, along with a positive thing that even more outside of members are taking this class outside of the church to become members. So in terms of transformation of the world, you're seeing some impact yeah. from the church to community. Yeah. Yeah, God. Yeah. Well, Connor, it's been a pleasure to have you with us today. Why don't you, if people wanted to learn more about uh, you or your church, uh, Newburgh United Methodist Church, how do we uh, learn more about that? From your church website or something like that? Yeah. We have a church website at newburghumc.org. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, with at newburghumc, and that's all the places you can find us. Uh, if you want to contact me, feel, feel free to email me. My email is on the website. I'm also on Facebook. You got it. So our special guest today has been Connor Gazzini, a sophomore at the University of Evansville, and an intern at the Newburgh United Methodist Church with a great process for making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And there you have our conversation with Connor Garazzini, a student at University of Evansville from Newburgh, Indiana, Newburgh United Methodist Church. Let's talk about some takeaways from this conversation. Number one, that established clergy and lay people must be aware and alert to gifted young people who we may encourage and support and they're called to ministry and they're called to be preachers and teachers and to be a part of an integral part of the ministry of the church. Number two, in our churches, we do need intentional processes for a transformation of life to take place. That included things like classes and other activities that are designed to move people from one place to another, from being a beginner Christian, a new Christian, to being a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. Number three, we must be willing to work through difficult processes and procedures in our local churches, be they through our administrative processes or through uh, interpersonal conversations, whatever it takes in order to enact and achieve the uh, the processes for transformation to take place. We've got to do the hard work. And lastly, it's we have to remember, it's really all about people like Amy, who we mentioned in the in the piece here in the interview. Really, nothing happens unless we truly love people like Amy and know that when we love her and help her through the process of transformation, she in turn will share the good news with other people. And that's really what it's about. It's about that that viral activity that can take place based on love and processes. So we do thank Connor Garazzini for being with us in our program today. 
And we invite you to look forward to our interview next week, uh, which will be with Rob Fuquay, the senior pastor at the St. Luke's United Methodist Church in Indianapolis, one of the largest churches in our state. And he will be uh, sharing a few of his thoughts about the state of the church and some hope for the future as we move forward. In our resource section for the day, we lift up a resource, a couple of resources have to do with innovative preaching. We have uh, mentioned that we need more young people in preaching. One of the things we can do that is through the tools we use in preaching ourselves, including multisensory preaching, use of video, use of drama, use of environmental, the use of the environment and the worship space. The, pow- the book called The Power of Multisensory Preaching and Teaching by Rick Blackwood is a resource I've used for a few years to be helpful to me in that process. I lift it up to you or any other resources that may be pertinent to the area of multisensory preaching. We have to be aware that people need engagement, not just to be observers, not to be just on the sidelines, but many people want to have some sort of engagement and certainly multisensory approaches to preaching and teaching can be a part of that. The other resources I mentioned is how to uh, enact that through video. SermonSpice.com and WorshipHouseMedia.com are two of the websites that I use quite often for videos, video clips that can be used to set up a message or some other aspect in the life, in the in the worship experience. And I commend them to you. Again, we uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast today. Please join our community. What that means is you connect up with us at our Facebook page, Facebook.com. Hoosier United Methodist, or go to iTunes and to look up this podcast there, Hoosier United Methodist, and to give us a rating, hopefully a five-star rating, and a review sentence or two there that helps us connect up with other people. Certainly spread the news to others through your own means, through your own newsletters or word of mouth. We appreciate that so much. You can always also go to our home website, HoosierUnitedMethodist.com, and there you could sign up for a free copy of the white paper report, The Six Vital Beliefs That Grow Indiana United Methodist Churches. I think I'll about do it for this episode of the Hoosier United Methodist podcast. Let me leave today with a quote from John Wesley. What one generation tolerates, the next generation will embrace. This has been Brad Miller with the Hoosier United Methodist podcast, encouraging you to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of your world. Thank you for listening to the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. We challenge you to be an active listener by subscribing and becoming a vital member of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast community. Visit us on the web at HoosierUnitedMethodist.com and chat with other members at Facebook.com slash Hoosier United Methodist. Until next time, continue to make disciples and transform the world.